Let's face it, Mama, these years of homeschooling our children can be downright physically exhausting. Am I right? Just getting through the day with enough energy is the norm. But what if I told you that I have three simple hacks to give you energy? Not just enough, but also enough energy to keep a smile on your face all day. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Are you looking for some online community? Are you thinking to yourself, I know that there's some awesome homeschool mamas out there that listen to this podcast as well, and I would love to connect with them. Well, guess what? I have a free private Facebook group that you can go ahead and join. It is called Embrace Your Homeschool Lifestyle Community, and I would love to have you be a part of that. I will drop a link in the show notes below, or you can go ahead, just go over to Facebook and search for Embrace Your Homeschool Lifestyle Community and get in that group and get some community going on. But today, let's talk about energy and homeschooling and how that all goes together. Unfortunately, too often, we accept the notion of being in a fog of, you know, no energy and our kids bouncing off the walls. And that just is the norm is what our culture tells us. And we just say to ourselves, well, it's like this for everyone. So we assume that's just the way it is and the way that it has to be. But does it really have to be like that? Now, Mama, you already are homeschooling. You are used to doing things that's out of the norm. You are actually pretty cool with not being the norm and being like everybody else. So today, let's dive in a little bit and let's talk about the fact that we don't have to just get through the day, that we can actually be thriving, we can have a smile on our face, we can have joy and contentment in our heart. So how do we do that? Can I be honest with you and tell you that I still have to be intentional about meeting these goals that I'm going to share with you in just a minute. My husband and my children and myself, we benefit when I strive to meet all of these goals. And I know that in my heart, but I don't always carry through with things. Things distract me and I say to myself, well, it'll be all right. I'll get back on track. But I want to provide a home that is cozy and clean. I want home-cooked meals on the table. I want to be enthusiastic about our homeschool because guess what? My kids aren't getting any younger. Yours aren't either. Time is flying by and I want to have the right attitude each day. As these years go by, I graduated my oldest kiddo last year and I've got two boys here that I'm homeschooling and I can see that these last, these next few years are going to fly by and I don't want to be sluggish. I don't want to be dragging my feet. I don't want to have a bad attitude about the days. Just know that two out of these three hacks are easier for me than the one. But the first one is the one that I can easily slack on. And I'm going to kind of guess that you might fall into that same type of camp. But I know that when I stick to it, my days are so much better. 
Now, maybe your lack of energy is something that is more than just these couple of tips can touch on. And I don't want to tell you that I'm going to be able to solve any medical problems. Sometimes that comes down to some health issues. And I want to encourage you to take a look and see if that's what it is. But maybe try these couple of tips here first and things will turn around and you'll realize that maybe it wasn't something deeper. But why have energy? Well, energy equals a positive attitude. We can face the challenges that come across every single day when we have kids who don't want to do their math lessons, when we have, you know, we wake up and it's a rainy day and we were going to go on a field trip today. No matter what you're facing, if you have energy, you will have a better attitude and be able to tackle those things head on as they come because we don't get much of a break each day, do we? And to have energy means you have a positive attitude and we can conquer those things. So what are my three hacks that have been the saving grace to give me more energy every single day. The first one. Now, please don't like boo and don't throw rotten eggs or tomatoes at me, but mama, you need to get some sleep. You need to go to bed. I'm looking at the time right now. It is quarter after eight in the evening, and I'm telling myself you're going to record this episode, you're going to save it, and you're going to work on things later because, girlfriend, I need to get to bed on time so that I can face the next day with the energy and the attitude that I can have. So how do we figure out, like, how do we get to bed? In order to figure out the best time to go to bed, I want you to figure out what time you want to get up in the morning and count back. Now, most people average, you know, eight hours of sleep would be great. Seven, eight hours, maybe you're something a little bit more or something a little bit less. You know your body the best. But figure out what time you want to be up and get going in the morning and then count back that seven, eight hours, whatever it is that works that's optimal for you. Because no amount of coffee can be a good night of sleep. Am I right there, mama? All right. Here's a little bit of hard truth here. I also want you to help you get to bed earlier as I want you to turn off your phones. Say you want to be in bed. My goal is 10 o'clock at night. And I try to tell myself, now I know they tell you you should turn it off a few hours before, but Let's be realistic. Some of us have things that, you know, maybe we're working from our phones. Others, that's our time to catch up on emails and, you know, all these commitments that we have. I have to get back to this. I have to get back to that. That's fine. I understand. So I try to be a little bit more reasonable and say, phone off by 9 p.m. so that I don't have it distracting me. I don't get onto any social media and start scrolling and all of a sudden look at the time. It's 1030 and I haven't even brushed my teeth. I'm not even in my pajamas. Turn the phone off earlier. Figure out maybe for you, it is seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night. Maybe you say there's no phone after the kids are in bed or once the kids are in bed, I'll give myself 15 minutes to kind of catch up on some things and then I'm going to turn the phone off. And right about now you might be saying, but Lee, I use my phone as an alarm or a clock at night. And I'm going to tell you right now that we kind of kick it old school in my house. There are no phones in the rooms. We can go into that in another episode, how I kind of tackle social media and phones and stuff with everybody. But I don't want any phones in any bedrooms. And that goes for um, my bedroom, my husband and I a bedroom as well. We turn them off, put them somewhere else in the house. And you know what? They still make clocks and still sell them. You can pick them up at Target, Walmart, probably on Amazon for maybe 10 bucks. And that is what we use in all of our rooms. If anybody needs an alarm, those have alarms on them. But get your phone off. Even better, get it off and out of your room. And did you know that maybe if you don't want to go ahead, you don't want to go buy that $10 clock like I'm telling you to, that you can set your phone to airplane mode and an alarm will still go off. And that way you don't have any of the, you know, EMF, anything going in your room because that can disturb your sleep as well. Okay, so the first thing is you want to get some sleep. I want you to go to bed. 
Now, I know that some of you are in a season of life where your kids are waking you up, and I completely get that. I was just thinking the other day that I think it's only been in the past six years or so that I have consistently been able to get some sleep. So here's a funny story. When we had young children, uh, my husband had a childhood friend. He was still single. He was our same age, so probably mid-30s at the time. And he mentioned something about sleeping, and I was like, wait, wait, hold up. You mean you go to bed at night, and you go to sleep, and you don't wake up for eight hours? He was like, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I I didn't think that that was physically possible, and he kind of, you know, he thought I was super weird for thinking that. And it just kind of blew my mind because for 10 years at that time, I had been up all the time. Maybe it wasn't 10 years, probably about five, six years at that point, but I hadn't gotten really a straight night of sleep. And even on those nights where maybe kids wouldn't be disturbing me, I would still wake up wondering, oh, they're going to come in any moment. (laughs) Somebody's done something. Somebody's wet their bed. Someone had a nightmare. Someone just needs a hug. Somebody needs to go to the bathroom. All of those things. So I completely get it. Oh, back to the friend. Let's just say that he ended up getting married And uh, has young children right now. And I kind of just laugh. I'm like, ah, I'm getting my sleep. And now he completely understands why I thought that was a crazy notion. Okay, let's go on to number two. So number one is to get some sleep, go to bed. Number two hack to give yourself more energy during the day is I want you to take some time for yourself. This can either be alone time at home. This can be time with friends out at a friend's house. Maybe you get together for coffee or go out to dinner. But remember that our attitudes or a reflection of the amount of energy that we have. And if we can boost our attitude, if we can boost our morale, it's going to also give us energy. Those two things equal each other, energy and a positive attitude, and they can go back and forth to each other. Just think about when you get together with a girlfriend and you're sitting and talking in a coffee shop and all of a sudden you look and three hours has gone by and it was just such an encouraging and invigorating conversation you carry that back home. You carry that joy that you have, just the times you're going to build yourself up and to remember that you are way more than just a homeschool mom, that you are also a woman, you're a friend, you have so many other relationships in life, and it just is a great thing to be able to encourage you. Sometimes the best thing to do for ourselves is to take some time for ourselves. Maybe we do that at home, Or maybe we do that by going out somewhere. Or maybe we can kind of combine the two of them and invite a friend to come over uh, at home. I had a friend that I got together with at one point uh, for, I think, about a school year. Her kids were in public school, and we really couldn't find a time of that the two of us could get together. And she would come over once uh, a week. Well, not even once a week. I don't remember what it was. But at least once every couple of weeks for an afternoon. And my kids would either be napping or I would have them in quiet reading time. And her and I did a Bible study together. And that was just... It was wonderful. I remember that just being such a blessing to me that she would take the time to come over uh, because I couldn't go anywhere because I had kids in the afternoon and uh, she was available really only to meet during the day. So the first one is get some sleep. Second one is to take some time for yourself. And the third hack here to give you more energy is, Mama, you got to get those kids involved. There is only so much you can do. Teach them to help. Give them chores. And this takes a little bit off of your plate And it also helps build their confidence. Your kids, they live at home too. I can guarantee you that they are probably making way more of a mess than you are overall. Okay, I know you made dinner and you made a mess there. But overall, you know, they're involved in the house. Just think about the chores and the work ethic that you are instilling in them and how they will carry that out into life and how it it isn't a burden 
upon them to give them chores. It's actually a blessing to them. It gives them confidence. It gives them, helps them feel some ownership and a part of the family. This doesn't mean that you can't do those chores, but there's no reason for you to go take a the dog for a walk if little Johnny can go ahead and do that. Uh, granted, it's a safe environment. You feel like you can do that and that's okay. But whatever it is, empty the dishwasher, set the tables, straighten up the couch, anything, let them get involved and help them to feel a part of the family. Someday, their future spouses are going to thank you. I really hope that these three hacks have put a little bug in your ear and you've kind of been thinking as I'm talking, how can I implement these things? What can I do? What's the first little step that I can do? Now, Mama, if you are feeling overwhelmed by these, don't even know what directions to take. Maybe you have come here to this podcast and you don't even homeschool yet, but you're thinking, I need to do that. Anywhere in between there, maybe even homeschooling 10 years, and you're like, I'm just frazzled. I need some help. And then, Mama, you and I have got to talk. You need to hear about Hello Homeschool Academy. It is my course where I offer one-on-one coaching There's a video course through it, and we get to work through these things and so much more. You will be feeling confident and thriving in your homeschool in no time. It is such a joy for me to be able to work with homeschool moms. Kimberly from New Jersey had this to say about the course. She said, this course provides great background information as well as practical advice for families just starting out on their homeschool journey. The coaching calls with Lee made the program personal, and it's like talking to an old friend. She is genuine and truly cares about helping you find your way. I'd recommend this course to anyone who is thinking about homeschooling their children but don't know where to start. Kimberly was a blessing to work with, and I really enjoyed getting to know her. If you'd like to uh, be like Kimberly and get into the program, check out the link in the show notes below. But let's do a real quick recap on these three hacks to get you some energy. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to come up with an action plan. And the best thing to do to follow up with that is to tell someone. My husband, he's the one that holds me accountable. When I have something that I know is in the best interest of myself and the family and will help us all out and I'm feeling convicted about it, I tell him and he will help hold me accountable in a very kind way. Now I mentioned earlier that the first one, the getting to bed, that's the one that I can struggle with and he will notice that it's maybe 9.30, 9.45 and I've still got my laptop on, I'm still working on things and he'll just kind of be like, hey, so what time are you going to bed? You know, just in a really kind of, I'm like, oh, I know. And it actually, I think he enjoys that I go to bed earlier because it encourages him to get to bed earlier as well. But things like for the second one, you know, uh, getting together just with a girlfriend, just taking some time for myself, he'll say like, hey, why don't you go out this weekend or I'll take the kids and we can, um, you know, leave you some time at home. Or he also, when it comes to the chores and stuff, he encourages the kids to help. And, you know, he really helps back me up with my boys. As boys get to be a little older, you know, the mom thing, they're just kind of like, really, mom? But all my husband has to do is just stand behind me and they're like, okay, yes, mom, (laughs) sure, we'll go ahead and do that. But he backs me up. He encourages them to help out as well. So let's go over the three things real quick. First, I want you to decide on a bedtime and a rising time. And I want you to carry through with this. It might take a few weeks. Habits can take some time, but I want you to stick to it. Your body might need to be adjusted. Maybe you're used to staying up till one o'clock in the morning. It might take some time to get to bed earlier. Maybe start with midnight and then move back to 11 to 10. You know, figure out what it is. When do you want to wake up? Count back the time to when you need to get to bed in order to get up at that time. Then I also want you to, even today, I want you to reach out to a girlfriend and set up a time to get together. But maybe you're more of an introvert and you're saying, you know, I've had so much time with a lot of people. I just want to take some time for myself. 
then I want you to put it on the calendar. I want you to tell your husband, maybe put a dinner in the crock pot that night and say, hey, you know what? I am heading over to the local coffee shop or I'm going to go find a corner in the library. I'm going to sit and read a book. I'm going to knit. I'm going to whatever it is. I'm going to work on my schedule, my routine for the week. Whatever it is that you want to do just to have some uninterrupted time. I want you to go ahead and set that up here. Try to get that done the next couple of days uh, if you can. And then you're going to go to bed on time tonight, right? Okay. Yes, you are. The last thing is you get your kids involved. My go-to when it came to divvying out chores, who got to do what, was I would say to myself, who is the youngest child that can take on this task? And then I would assign that task to them. It allowed the younger ones, especially who kind of can kind of get away as the older kids take on more responsibilities and help out a lot more because they just are older and they've been doing it for longer. But when it came to something like putting the dog food in the dog dish, well, my five-year-old can most definitely do that. Why should my 10-year-old do that? Let's have the five-year-old do that. Okay, I need some laundry taken out of the dryer. Which, who's the youngest child that can do this? And it really encourages them and helps give them some ownership because sometimes the baby, let me just, you know, at least in my house, I'm going to assume maybe in your house too sometimes, but the baby can kind of get away some with some things. I want to encourage you to figure out who's the youngest child that can take care of this task. I am super excited about how you are going to implement these steps, you can go ahead and let me know in the Facebook community. It's Embrace Your Homeschool Lifestyle Community. You can let us know over there. You'll find some great encouragement there. But until next time, Mama, remember, energy equals a positive attitude. You've got this. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.